Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Please Watch This, a film podcast where two film movie mates with gaps in their viewing history recommend films to one another so they can once and for all decide who has better taste. My name is Hugh Dempsey and I am joined as always by Sam Blakely. Hello Sam. Hello Hugh, good to speak to you mate. Mate, alright mate, I, uh, how are you? How are you? Not bad. I've got the Friday feeling, Hugh. I've uh, been back in work physically, uh, as you know, actually teaching people. I can see. Yeah, yeah. Has it been a good week? Has it? Have you been? Has it been weird being like, oh, it's Jenkins, get out of the toilet or something? <laughs> I don't know what Jenkins does. Yeah, we. Yeah, I do. I do teach in the private school in the 1960s. Actually, do you? to mention it. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Ah, that's interesting. Um, that is interesting. Cat movement from waterboards <laughs> and chalk. And I, th- I thought it, you're up north, so can't you, surely you can't move for kestrels. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Kestrels and Brian Glover shouting the kids and showing off. Um, yep. Yeah, no, exactly. I can basically see which of them have logged onto lessons and gone off for a bath because uh, they're in the in the in the classroom with me. Why? And uh, you can see which ones I mean, are in the bath. You have a bath I, in your classroom. <laughs> I'm just assuming that when it's a Zoom call type uh, type lesson, that's what probably most teenagers see these days. Yeah, it? They're, baths. They they're they big on get, baths. Teenagers they, are they famously big on baths. Right. <laughs> Let's, not get enough baths. I am going to end this inane dribble. <laughs> be, Rescue us, Hugh. Because we'll be straight into very strange territory. And um, I don't want to be thinking yeah. about people in baths. <laughs> That's where um, your brain went. That's fine. We are. So this week we're talking about The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the, the Swedish film from 2009, based on the Stig Larsson's book, books um, and what I decided to do Sam is I decided to get a real life Swedish person to help us out I thought we ticked off all the minority boxes Hugh when right when Harper was on <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> yeah 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 we were we thought we were one and done didn't we I've off called been on us again we've got to open our quota oh. but yeah no I've brought a real life Swedish person it's not Greta Thunberg I'm afraid <laughs> it's uh Friend of the podcast, Amanda Baliak. Hello, Amanda. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Welcome, Amanda. I'm good. You guys? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Um, Yeah, terrific. Yeah, so it's great to have you on. Um, You've actually read the books and seen the films, haven't you? Yes. Swedish curriculum, yeah. the man well, set. A, yeah. a proper, a proper authority on a film. We haven't had that in a long time. <laughs> no, it has no, to be said. No, no, <laughs> I think just joking. Just joking. When was the last time somebody <laughs> read a book for the like one of the films that we did? I mean, Harper had barely watched the film. I mean, yeah, so, so, uh, yeah. No, we're joking, Harper. We love you, but you, you t- to her own admission, hadn't read the book for her courses. So oh, um, yeah, Amanda she was just using the cliff notes, you know, wasn't it? Or something. <laughs> yeah. So Amanda, obviously, you you organised with with Hugh to, to guest on. Is this a film that was your your choice because of your your love for it? Yeah, I, it's a good movie. Like it's. I think it's one of Sweden's best. Yeah, fantastic. What, what, what else? I mean, I, let me think. I've seen two other Swedish films. I want to say there's the After the Wedding. I think which is Swe- no, that's Danish. I'm thinking of that's the Danish, film. but it's <laughs> oh got dear. a Swedish actor in it. It's got a Swedish yeah, actor. Yeah, good enough. He's got a, he's got yeah. a Swedish Danish accent. Oh. All Swedes. What, I mean, is let the right one is. is yeah, it Swedish? is. Yeah. Talk okay, about I've that seen one. What other Swedish film? What other, I'm sure I've seen another Swedish film. What other Swedish film am I likely to have seen, Amanda? Um, oh, <laughs> I don't know. In Sweden's films. Why don't you know? <laughs> yeah. What are their other two films? Yeah. What have we done? I can recommend one called The Evil. That's a very good one. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, go on. Tell me more about the evil. I'm gonna it's, have, about, I'm uh, it's, based... it's about a doctor who uh, gets frozen <laughs> in For $1 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 67, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's about uh, one of our um, authors in Sweden, John Gyu. He uh, It's like his autobiography from when he was young. Uh, at this school, who's famous for being very cruel, so it's a, it's a true story. So it's about his time there doing I'm shit. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Swedish tick about schools tick yeah. evil about schools evil. tick 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 evil schools, evil schools yeah. even evil better. Schools. Well, I, I did say Swedish schools. I'm sure they're all evil. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really have any prejudices against Sweden. I don't really know anything. <laughs> no, it's a rich at all. It's, it's like a rich people school. So it's all uh, you know, rich right. kids. Well, All that good yeah. stuff. We know the type. Like we know the I like type. Sam's like, I can't play up to any racial stereotypes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, if it's not the volleyball team mm. or... Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. It's amazing how uh, the beach volleyball at the Olympics gets such big viewing figures, isn't it? Amazing numbers. <laughs> amongst males aged 35 to 60, you know, just really enjoying the Olympics. Yeah. Um, one thing we like to do with all, I guess, uh, Amanda, when they're first on is... Put them on the spot immediately and say, what are your five favourite films of all time? In order. In order? Mm. Uh, in order. Oh, yeah, gosh, and it's, it's laminated for. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know my all-time favourite, which is Seven. Um, Great choice. Yeah. Then, maybe like The Usual Suspects, also with Kevin Spacey, damn it, but... So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, Number three, American Beauty. <laughs> K-Pax. <laughs> I went to the LA to Confidential. No. Okay. That's a good film. I haven't seen that one yet. Does he, doesn't he voice Boss Baby? Uh, is he I, Boss Baby? I don't know, baby? actually. So then... Alec Baldwin, isn't it? Is it? Oh, that's right. Why I know that, I don't know. But... I haven't seen Boss Baby yet. No, uh, you're missing out. I think maybe <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. Interesting. Um, so you're sort of dark pervert. Okay, I'm looking at <laughs> a picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Building a picture here for yeah. the rest of uh, What's that? thought about that. Is that three? Is that three? Oh, yeah, two more. Scream? Scream. Scream, Scream yeah. Scream, yeah. I've seen that. I'm thinking of movies I've seen multiple times, because then I know that I... That's one you one of my favorites. Yeah, that, that's a, one of my favorites. I'm still not sure if I'm into this. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. I'll give it another five watches just to be sure. Okay, last one then, right? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's an yeah. anime movie called Grave of the Fireflies. Never heard of it. A very famous one, yeah. yeah. I don't know about it. It's, at about, all. The, is it, is it about, it's about the war. Dark, twisted no, murders? it's about the war. And Sorry, I missed the name of that. What was it called? Grave of the Fireflies. It's very dark, yeah. You've heard of it, Sam. Sam's heard of it. It's with the, the famous the like movie company in Studio Ghibli. Yeah, so, I've heard of yeah. that. Yeah, it's one yeah. of their movies. Yeah. So you like horror slash murder mystery slash anime? Is that? Yep, that's that, that, that's that. a good. That's if someone's brutally murdered in it, Amanda is there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two Zodiac. Zodiac's a good film. I think I've seen it. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> not enough gore. Not enough no, gore probably not. Oh, I was... We're talking Saw 8 and 9. <laughs> so where would... Where does The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo then rank amongst your favouritest films, would you say? It's just... It's, top 10? Yeah. 100? Yeah, top 10. Top 50? 
Top 10, Top ten. probably, yeah. Because yeah. it does have, you know... Six? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Seven? I mean, we're gonna, I'm going to get it right eventually. <laughs> you could go on. <laughs> yeah, it does have everything that I like. Mystery, murder, mm. Mm. twists, and turns. Yeah, Swedish people. Not as much action, which I, I don't like action that much, so... Yeah. Fair is enough. Yeah, fair is enough. Perfect, have... perfect plan for you. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, let's get. Shall we get into it then? About yeah. The you can you give us a synopsis? Yep. Uh, so this is a film. Uh, it stars um, Numira Pace and Michael Nyquist. Am I pronouncing that right? Good luck, Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. Nyquist. Yeah. You can say Nyquist. Um, Nyquil. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they play Elizabeth Slander and Mikkel uh, Blomqvist, um, respectively. Um, and one's a young woman. She's about 24 years old. She's a, she works as a hacker for a, a security company. And the other one's a journalist who, at the beginning of the film, basically gets convicted of libel against a tycoon. Um, and he's got six months before he's got to go to prison. Um and basically what happens is he gets hired by a, an old in, rich industrialist um, called Henrik Vanger uh, to basically look into the murder and disappearance of his niece um, from 40 years ago, 44, 43 years or something I think it's been, back in 1966. Uh, he believes she's been murdered. Um, the police haven't been able to find out what happened to her. She's called Harriet, by the way. Um and yeah, what happens is somehow um, Elizabeth and Michael's kind of lives kind of get intertwined because of this case, and she they end up teaming up to try and help solve the case essentially and to find out what's happened. And um, yeah, I mean, I'd give more details, but I think that's pretty much what it is. They they you know they do there's all, the whole classic people looking at documents and having stark realizations and you know montages and you know the stuff to do with Nazis um, and uh, the Bible, all, all the hits, all the good, yeah, all the classics, the Bible, the Nazis, yeah, 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 looking through um, documents, yeah, and you know, obviously, as the film goes on. You know the, the tension escalates, the the danger rises. You know, and um, yeah, culminates uh, in quite a, a thrilling, a thrilling sort of scene between uh, Mikkel and um, one of the Wagner, uh, not Wagner, Van Wagner family members, and and then there's a nice twist at the end, which is always good. I always think a nice and an unexpected twist in a film that's rather dark. That so you'd expect. You would expect. Yeah, I suspect we'll of, probably get into the uh, the spoilerific stuff. Yeah, as we progress. Yeah, really. we'll probably maybe talk about it in your review of the film, Sam. Um, I'm just going to say, yeah, like it's something that I like about the film. But um, I suppose the real question is, Amanda, what do you like about uh, this film, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Uh, the story, first of all, it's a very good story. Yeah. It's very similar to the book, basically to yeah. the T. Nothing, um, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary about that. Uh, yeah. I like Henrik Wanger. I really liked him a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> it was so good. And it's his eyebrows, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the eyebrows. I, just, <laughs> I, I love them. He's uh, on fleek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just because it's, it is a Swedish movie, as you now know. Uh, yes. They are very, very cold, the actors, compared to you know the dramatic and all over the top that Hollywood mm. can produce. I don't know about British movies that 
that much. Oh, but... we we specialize in people being cold and, uh, and okay, <laughs> you know, so frosty to one another. Uh, although the, the colder the climate, the colder exactly, the characters yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Sweden have notched it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of raining, a lot of raining in the movie. What is it? Eddie Izzard yeah. says about. Um, about British films is it's just people walking into rooms and apologising to one another. Yeah. Oh, 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 you're in here. Oh, I am sorry. I will leave. <laughs> yes, I think you best. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, sorry. No, no. Yeah, what else? What else the do you like? The plot twist, because I didn't expect it the first time when I was 15 or no, 14 no. when I saw it or read it. I read it first. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, everything was... The characters are likable and unlikable in the right way. Characters yeah. supposed to hate you hate, and then you feel for Lisbeth very, very much. Yeah. So it's it's a good thumbs up. It is um, so. How would you say you've mentioned you read the book? Then how would you say the book does compare with the films? Because I knew somebody, and they used to say that the um, that the book was so superior to the films, and he was like annoyed at how bad the book, uh, the film had like come out compared to the book. This this specific uh, movie and book, or just any? Yeah. Okay. No, this specific. That no, was I his, think they did a, a very good job. Like they didn't put uh, Daniel Craig as the main guy. Like they didn't <laughs> the US movie. Just a regular, yeah. charming dude, and yeah. a weird looking girl. I think it's. I think it. I think they do. I think they did well. The act, acting she's very was great. Angular. Yeah, she? very very model like. Yeah. I think they. No, the shots were great. The only issue that I have with the movie is the music. I. I don't think that was that was the best. Yeah. But that's about yeah, it. Fair enough. Yeah. In terms, did you watch the film first or the books? Read the books first. Uh, I read, read the book first books right how did it compare to your image of of what the, so you said obviously it was quite faithful to presumably the characters in the story yeah. but did it have the feel that the book had yeah yeah maybe the books are a little bit more fast paced than the movie can be right. a lot of because mm. you don't have to read you know five minutes of lisbeth looking at files so <laughs> so it's a little bit yeah no, it's. I think. I think. Interesting. I, I like the books more, probably. That's just because yeah. I read it first. That was the one that I liked first. But I suppose when you watch the show, uh, the, when you watch the film, sorry, there's no, there's no suspense. Yeah. I guess, there because you know what's. But it's still happen, like I you? still uh, liked it very much. I, th- I think I like yeah. the second movie more, maybe or the best. Hmm. But. So have they have they adapted all three books to to films in Sweden? I don't think they did in America, no, did they? They no, didn't go didn't. so well in America, right. but yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, we have three movies, and we no, we're not getting a fourth one. It's not in the works, I don't think. Well, so is it Girls of Dragon Tattoo, Girl Who Played with Fire and Kicked the Hornet's yeah. Nest? Yeah. Is that right? Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's. Right. But here's an interesting thing you might have come across, Sam, yourself. So, in Sweden. What's the Swedish title? Give the actual technical Swedish title. The in Swedish, Swedish in Swedish, uh, men som hatar kvinnor. Yeah, and that- which doesn't sound like a girl with dragon tattoo, does it? Really? <laughs> what? Uh, so yeah, tell someone what it actually means. Uh, men who ate women. Really? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. that's the original that's, title. That's interesting. 
It's very matter of fact, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And yeah, so, I mean that is a that is a really ballsy move to completely change the title. This is like when in Japan they called the Shawshank Redemption the Shawshank Escape, mm. <laughs> and, you know, completely ruining the film. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ruined it a little bit. <laughs> The planet of it used to be humans, but it's now apes. <laughs> Spoiling the whole movie in the title. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Oh, great. I love when stuff like yeah. that happens. But yeah, so so yeah, so I thought that was so me and I'm gonna have a difference of opinion on this, right? Because I think the Ooh. girl with the dragon tattoo is a better title. But you were saying, Amanda, that you think that the original Swedish title is better. Yeah. Because you thought why do you think that? Uh, Explain yourself now, because maybe because <laughs> it explains the movie more. I think it does because the movie is about mm. men and women. Yeah. So it's. I really did. Ex- I expected the dragon tattoo to have a larger role in the film. If I'm honest, <laughs> based on the title, yeah, I have to side with the movie. Isn't Amanda only about her, which yeah, you like mm-hmm, her the yeah. most, Lisbeth. But I think the movie is more than. Just her as a I character suppose, and her dragon tattoo. It is about men. It is about men being fucking awful, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. it does make more sense. I think as well. Like if you're watching it in Sweden, obviously, Lisbeth's like the joint main character. Then when you've got that title rather than the protagonist outright, yeah. Like because a lot of this film obviously focuses on on Mikael, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, um, and then so yeah. Apparently you. Were, Amanda was also telling me that. So, the only one that's got the same name is the one that's called uh, the this, this second one, the uh, the girl who played with fire. Yeah. Uh, the third one. What's the third I'm one? I'm gonna uh, actually. Like I'm gonna translate English? it correctly because I don't think you're gonna translate it correctly. Yeah. So give me a second. The, yeah, as you said, Sam, the girl who kicked the horn. Yeah, it's nest. not the. That's not right. the Swedish one. We'll fill. It's fine. Um, so um, the men who white chicks. then go on to digest women. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the air castle that was blown up. Is that what it's? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So does she bring? I assume she brings down some sort of corporation, and it's. Have you? Uh, oh, you've not more... seen, have you? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. We're not going. No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. You, you know, no. so <laughs> at some point. It's. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like little, in, there's a little allusions to like what the sequels are about in this uh, in this one. Yeah, um, I suppose on on the naming thing, you know, we we know Game of Thrones as Game of Thrones, and the books are called the Game of Thrones books, but the first mm. book isn't called Game of Thrones; it's Song Song of Ice and Fire. No, it is Fire and Ice. No. What? The, Hang on. The, no, the, the book is the, called Game of Thrones. A Song yeah, of Ice and Fire. A Song of Ice and Fire is the whole. It's the series. It's serious. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah. I've got it completely the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was thinking it was Game of Thrones series. When I bought yeah. the books, then that's when that's, I figured out. Oh, it's not. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but I suppose the TV show—it's a less catchy title, isn't it? Yeah. But you know, we're not in marketing. I assume Amanda, you're not in marketing. No, uh, no. I'm, I'm certainly not. So I don't know. I don't know how these the big wigs and the boffins in the rooms yeah. uh, do these kind of things. So Sam, so I'll tell you what I liked about the film. Um, sure. So yeah, it's a great. It's a great thriller. I thought it is. It, even though it's like two and a half hours long, and there is an extended cut that's three hours, it it moves at a pretty decent pace. It doesn't really stop for breath. You you know you're always like oh what's going on next what's going on here um, I hadn't seen it for nearly ten years so I'd forgotten stuff that happens in the film so I was like surprised 
like when certain things happened um, 10 years later watching it, oh my gosh, I forgot this scene happened. Uh, like the bit when Elizabeth gets raped, I'd forgotten that happened. I thought it was just she was had to give him a blowjob and then that's when she got her revenge. But um, yeah, so I was surprised by that watching it again. Um, you know, you've got two great characters in the lead of this film, frankly. You've got Elizabeth, who's an instant iconic character in my mind. You know, the goth dragon tattoo lady who doesn't give a fuck and you know she's a great hacker and she's very talented but then you've got that kind of mild-mannered but yet competent journalist character you know he's like he's sort of the audience point of view character isn't he yeah i would argue because he's 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 rational he's he's reasonable he's in a bit of bother but he's he's looking at this from a you know an outsider's point of view like a journalist rather than say like a policeman or something um and they make like a really good team they make like they're like an unusual combination but they make like a really strong and effective team in the end um yeah it's a proper grown up movie isn't it you know what i mean there's no there's no sugarcoating with this whatsoever like it is it is uh, pretty brutal at times um and it can be can be yeah it can be hard to watch um it's just yeah we'll get into maybe when you like I said when you review it, the twist is good in this you're not expecting it you know you you kind of pulled in by the story and you think oh well this is happening because of this but then they turn that on the head in, at the end of the film um, something you always like, Sam, and I, I've grown to like as I've realised it's a thing. Uh, the characters are proactive; they they go out of their way to do stuff. You know, they're not reacting to events very often. They're actually um, trying. You know, the reason uh, Mikkel gets into like the hands of Martin at the end is because he goes to um, the other Vanger household and breaks in and trying to find out what's going on. What which, which character was that? Harold. Breaks into? What was he? Harold. Harold, that's it. Yeah, yeah so so he, he's doing something. Lisbeth is always doing something. That's really funny, sorry, that Amanda went, Harold, and you went, yeah, Harold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like, sorry, just Harold. You yeah. straight brings it up. <laughs> you just straight Yorkshire out of the park. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they say. We've got, we've got a, around these parts. We've got uh, histories with Harolds, haven't we? You know, coming over here in their longboats. <laughs> um, and yeah, the last thing I would say, like I think Elizabeth is quite like she's almost like a modern feminist icon. You know, she's very she's small but powerful. <laughs> you know, she's like a, she's practically. You know, I'd be surprised if she was eight stone wet through, but yeah, she's uh, she's very very. Hardcore, so to speak. Yeah, she holds her own against the uh, the drunken louts and the, yeah. the, the the terrible, awful people. Yeah, yeah. I never want to go on the uh, underground in uh, Stockholm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that put that's been put me out right off. Um, so, um, so Amanda, what do you think Sam might not like about the girl with the dragon tattoo? Do you think he might have like an irrational fear of dragon tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> no. I- I think oh, yeah. No, I <laughs> I think it could be the that is quite I endorse this message. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite Sorry. raw. Like, you know, it has rape, mm. it, it shows it. Mm. Doesn't shy mm. away from it. That yeah. that could be not everyone's cup of tea. It's not mine either, but it's it's important to show the gruesome yeah. not only like murdered bodies, just also other awful shit. 
and then maybe the pacing because it's not really the typical pacing for a movie but you did say that it was still you had your attention on it most of the time but it's the pace is a little bit different could it be that I don't yeah. know mm. I don't know it's yeah, Sam's taste <laughs> No, <laughs> point. Um, the only things I could put down for it, Sam, is you might have found it a bit predictable. Maybe you were like, oh, well, it's interesting, but I can see where this is going. Uh, you might have thought it's a bit too long, maybe, because, you know, there is a point where a mystery can be dragged out too far before it's solved. You might have found it cliched. I don't know. Is it a cliche to have like a, like a journalist go to a remote island somewhere and help a family try and uh, solve a mystery. A it must mystery. be the 10th film we've covered that was, uh, that's about a journalist going to a remote island to help a family yeah, solve can't, a mystery. Can't move from, I don't know, but I, I mean personally, because I, I do know Sam, <laughs> I do think he'd like this film. I think if he, if he, if it held his if it held his attention, because that, that's the only other thing I might have worried about that. He might have sat down to watch it maybe last night and it might have been a bit late and he might have started to fall asleep because <laughs> he was tired <laughs> from all these. That is a recurring theme, yeah, as we said. Yeah, but that's understandable. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my opinions on it. It's a good, I think it's a really good film. I think Sam will like it. And I think what we'll do is we'll have a wee break and then when we come back we'll get Sam's uh, opinions on the girl with the dragon tattoo. So yeah, join us after the break. Hello and welcome back to Please Watch This. Uh, so now we're going to get Sam's opinions. Ooh, there's a question. What is the word for opinion in Swedish? Maybe that rhymes with Sam's name. Opinion? Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's åsikt. No. <laughs> that rhymes with my surname. Perfect. <laughs> Blakely's åsikt. 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 Was it sicked or sicked. was it shit? Yes. That's, that's the question. Sicked. Yeah. Åsikt. Sicked. Sicked. There we go. There you go. Fair enough, fair enough. So, Sam, what did you like about uh, 2009's The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? 2009's uh, <laughs> Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Men, men Who Eat Women. I uh, eat thought women. it was really... <laughs> Yeah, men who eat women. That's yeah. that's it. Um, I thought it was an it's intriguing <laughs> sort of detective vibe. Um, you can really tell it's based on a novel uh, for two two main reasons. Really, the 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 pacing is novelistic in that sense. You know, it's not like it's not revelation after revelation, really quick cut and all that sort of stuff. But it is kind of slow burn, piecemeal, uh, you know, detective sort of stuff. Like you yeah. say. It's sort of closer to Spotlight than to uh, like Hannah or some like dark action thriller, you know, like a some. I'm thinking Born Identity, but that's just because it's European, really. Uh, But you know, it is. It's a lot more like a a serious political drama rather than a a kick-ass action thriller. Which, to be honest, is what I was expecting. I was expecting her to be like a. I was basically expecting her to be the film Hannah. You know, this kind of like trained. You thought she was Killer, like a, an assassin, didn't you? Yeah, just, that's the sense I got. You know, she looks very stern on the posters, and I thought she was something like that rather than like a, a hacker mm. with obviously serious, uh, his, you know, yeah. issues in her history. Um, also, like a novel, it switches between characters for a long time until they meet and you figure out why they're connected. They're seemingly unconnected stories, really. Yeah, uh, yeah apparently they don't meet Mikhail's. until about an hour into the film, which 
Yeah. You don't realise yeah. until you hear that said out loud and you're like, oh yeah, I suppose they don't, do they? Because of course she's been filing a report on him and so on and you know that's how she gets to know him but it really is like a novel and it's one of my favourite and least favourite things about novels is when they do that you know from this chapter is about so and so and next chapter we're going to totally change to this other story it's a really good mechanism but it's also one that every time you hit a new chapter you're like I don't want to hear about Steve I was busy hearing about Dave. Paul yeah. <laughs> those yeah. are the Brexit then, books I read <laughs> and then when you go back to seeing the other character you're like oh what happened with that person and then you like it takes you yeah. like a few seconds to remember as you're reading on because it tends to pick and then up ultimately they'll it. they'll they'll Converge. meet I mean the, one of my favourite books growing up was a book called Mr Murder by Dean Koontz where it's like a guy just a normal family I live in his life and a guy who just kills people on a whim and then something like halfway through the book you re- you, you find they meet and you realise they that the killer guy is a clone of the family type guy, mm-hmm. and and then it becomes this whole bigger story. Obviously, it doesn't do that in this, but there is a the connection between them as they as they do that. And and I think Amanda, you're absolutely right in terms of this. The the film doesn't pun, uh, pull its punches to its credit when it comes to the brutality of things. A lot of films can be a bit too can be very euphemistic when it comes to abuse. Obviously, for for good reason because they don't want to show the specifics of it. But you do get a sense of you know one assault being the same as another assault, and there are degrees of it. And yeah, the film doesn't shy away from it at all. And uh, I I don't think I've ever really seen that on screen, uh, other than maybe a couple of the film. I mean, a couple of the films, but really not many. Uh, and I do think it was yeah, like I said, to its credit for many reasons firstly to to make your blood boil and make you really root for the character um to get a better understanding of her as her character because she is she is very tough and very kick-ass but she i suppose she's a, a really good female dark action thriller character because a male hacker character like hers wouldn't they'd maybe have some social anxieties or they might be very lazily called autistic or have Asperger's or something like that but she's very vulnerable and damaged as well and that's why she's kick ass <laughs> you know because that makes her um, yeah. an angry, at, angry at people because you know she's seen what, what they can be I mean she's a, she's a ward of the state and she's in a mid 20s like you know there's that there's a story there yeah. isn't there you know yeah, yeah. That, and that slowly unravels which I think is, is done at the right intervals as well which is yeah. really interesting so did, do you like or what do you make then of the, the central mystery come plot twist it was it was very intriguing because it is so piecemeal and when he's putting together the shots you know to see Harriet on her final day mm. and where she's looking there is an element of kind of creepiness about photos where somebody's kind of looking off camera, you know, and, and you're not sure what they're what they're terrified by or something like that. Um, it does develop. I mean, ultimately, I'd occasionally find myself thinking, but hang on a second, this they're investigating a 40 year old murder, so the best they can do is put a 60 odd year old guy in prison, or you know, like mm. the justice is long gone. So, in many ways, I wasn't that invested in who killed Harriet more. And, and it, it sort of it doesn't need you to rely on that because the protagonist isn't her father no sorry her uncle hmm. um, the protagonist is the journalist who's looking into it and, and it happens to be the case he's working on but I don't think you're supposed to actually care that much what happened to Harriet so much as um, his 
you know his journalism about it. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. It is. Yeah, I think this. I think, and I think the other two films go on to express this. Like, you're more interested in Lisbeth and Mike Mikel rather. I guess than say Michael. Yeah, he's gone for Mike. Yeah, he's just gone wanna, straight for Mike. I keep now. calling him no because or the Mickey. actor's called no because the actor's called Michael. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually um, speaking of. Uh, um, what is he called? Mick- Michael Nyquist, you said? Yeah. He's he's dead. He died, Sam. He, um, Did he? Yeah, he had a heart attack at like 58 No, no, no. Uh, that was the Glossian. Uh, Michael, both- he died from oh. lung cancer. Oh, sorry. You said, yeah, lung cancer. Yeah. Stig Larsson was only 44 when he died in 2004. <sighs> well, this is depressing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, Swedes. They're depressing yeah. shit. Diana, she's dead still. <laughs> yeah. may, I rem- may I remind you that everybody from Brief Encounter is dead, apart from one who's in her mid nineties now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is, yeah, that's that's sad because he's yeah. a, he's a really fantastic actor in this. Because Amanda, you made a really good point. You know that he's he's not some sex symbol or something like that. He's just a schlubby kind of yeah, well, he, a hairy, hairy guy too. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not about a hair. And, and he's and, he, and it's not even that he's like a sexually charismatic kind of guy. He's just really, what's the word? It's not self-contained. It's self something. He holds self-assured. himself really well and like self-assured is probably the word I'm he's looking uh, for. Confident. Yeah, he's just yeah. yeah. He's a stoic kind of character, isn't he? And he's 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 not the most charming man, but he is. He's, he's somebody you'd quite like to hang out with, I think. You know, he's, yeah. he's a, but he's not George Clooney. He's not there to to charm the, the viewer's socks off, and be this sort of pinup. And I, and I think that's again to the to the film's credit. He's also well, you know, you wouldn't put him and Lisbeth together in a relationship, and that's the interesting dynamic of them two, and really interesting mm. how they sort of strike up a relationship as well. Mm. And I, I was I was going to ask actually about that. I mean, I, I don't, I. It, it, this isn't a criticism at all. Like it made sense in the film, but I can't articulate what it was that they f- saw in each other. Is it is it a matter of Elizabeth thinking that sex is a way of showing gratitude and warmth before you've like kissed and like dated and all that sort of stuff? Is it you know she's obviously no. got some history with? Yeah, yeah. What, I don't think that? that's what is for her, and uh, not as I read it or saw it. It's more that she just was horny and just wanted to get off. <laughs> right. And he was there. He could help. More like that instead of... Well, she, was, she was pretty quick, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. She just wanted to... Yeah, and then she left. She, like, she got it done and then she left. Yeah. It wasn't more like... Yeah, it wasn't a thank you. It wasn't for she's him. Kick-ass. She's not one for spooning. No. They <laughs> so became more like friends who had sex than yeah. uh, actual right. relationship. See, in like a quite healthy, romantic actually. one. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I saw it in a different way. Was I saw it as her like regaining sort of power or control Could over her too, own yeah. body, and you know, because it's obviously she's she's on top of him. She, you know, she, at no point is she like True. a submissive partner in that situation. After what she'd been, she through initiates it with her guardian. Yeah, she's you know she's like well maybe not all men are bad <laughs> you know perhaps, um, but then it, but yeah they don't. They don't really develop that relationship any further, do they? This is this is kind of like the, like they, like you said, they're a good solid sort of working relationship rather than a, 
like a sexual relationship, which is kind of, I suppose, given the age difference between them, I guess is a good thing. But you do kind of root, you root for them, don't you? Because you like them both in yeah. different ways. Like and there's that warmth, and it's reluctant warmth as well, you know, when she goes to visit him yeah. in the, one of the final scenes. And, yeah. the like, I'm just dropping this off. <laughs> and he's like, stay, I'm literally in prison, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, they have a re- interesting like relationship, I guess. Uh, but I, it's it's the, probably the core. I think it's what makes the film stand out. I guess ultimately, because I think this film would have been the lesser. It wouldn't have been. It, it, I don't think it'd be famous if it didn't have Elizabeth in it and her all her sort no. of like attitude and ability and sort of you know um, iconography sort of thing. Um, you know, if it was just a story about a journalist investigating a, a murder slash disappearance and then I think on the other side if you just had Elizabeth going off and doing it herself somehow if like the story was set around that it'd be still good I think it'd be better than say if it was Michael on his own but uh, sorry Mikel on his own but um, yeah I still think that when you bring them together that, that synergy between the two of them kind of is what makes it takes it above like just a, a normal like, and, and, crime and obviously that you'd see on ITV <laughs> exactly yeah like he's somewhat interesting but she's way more interesting in terms of what yeah. she's been through and who, and who she is and so the idea that he's like you say a very competent journalist struggling with this with this dilemma and, uh, and mystery yeah. and then she just you know behind the curtain is kind of giving him little clues yeah. uh, and she's got her own motives for it I think that is quite an interesting yeah, yeah I think it's like he's like pretty normal nice mild man and middle class man who happens to be getting into interesting interesting things are happening to him she's uh, obviously an alternative person who she does interesting things if that makes sense she makes interesting choices you know in what she does and how she handles situations like um, like when she gets raped because she's got that video footage you think well just take it to the police straight away you know but she's like no yeah. I'm going to leverage this for the next year and make that's sure that's because she could just get a new guardian that's yeah. worse or you know the same sort of stuff yeah, so. she'd have to and go it was, uh, it was really fascinating how you never see him again for the rest of the film yeah. uh, when she gets you know when he gets his comeuppance and it's just a case of she's handled it and yeah. that's it you know yeah. I think he does he come in the sequel yeah I, I think remember. there's one more scene because so. it's not a spoiler he's, he tries to yeah. get his tattoo removed um, oh yeah, he tries to get removed, doesn't he? You would though, wouldn't you? You, you would try and get removed. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that a good looking tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely hurt you on the dating scene. Yeah. Uh, so have yeah. you got any tattoos? No. <laughs> if we could have the lights off, fully clothed, that would be ideal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yes, so I, we haven't actually, for once, we haven't actually properly spoiled this film, so I feel like we should do that now. Mm. So... In terms of the twist, so you end up finding out basically Harriet didn't get murdered by Martin and his father because she kills Martin's father. She hits him with a rowing oar and drowns him in a lake. And um, essentially she realises that Martin might kill her. So she she stages an elaborate escape and goes off basically to London and then she moves to Australia and Mikkel tracks her down in Australia and then brings her back for a emotional reunion with Henrik did um did you did you did you have a little tear in your eye Sam when Henrik and Harriet were reunited no, um, <laughs> no. but I, you know I was he's kind the crying of, was, one on this podcast okay. not me I am I do I, I cried at the drop of a hat uh no 
I think that I think it's because of the main criticism I have of this film is that it's got the Casino Royale effect. It it ends thirty minutes before it ends. You know the the problem of having these two interwoven stories. Yeah. Um, actually, it's not even a problem with those interwoven stories, but it you know they kill the bad guy, and then I I think I got up to get a drink or something, paused it. I saw there's like thirty minutes left after <laughs> they kill the bad guy. Yeah. And I thought, well, what the f- what are you doing for thirty minutes? You know what's le- what's left? And and I think by that point I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. Well, I was kind of done with the f- you know like the film had finished for me before that. And I think that is definitely one of the most difficult things for a filmmaker to, to do. You've got several characters with several conflicts and, and needs and wants. You somehow have to plot it so that all of their needs and wants are, yeah, you know, in the final, I think the final can... end. And that's why you know that's why it's quite a cheap and hackneyed thing to um, to have the final twist be. Oh, the guy who killed that person he's that bad ceo who also killed this person and it ties it all together and we kill him and both stories are fixed and the reason why that's cheap and hackneyed is because that's the easiest way of resolving everybody's problems in one go i think they had to find a way to resolve it all in one go however that was do you think it would have been more interesting if there'd been other murders that weren't committed by um martin and what sorry what was his dad uh gottfried Gottfried, yeah. Do you think it would have been more interesting if it was just like, oh no, Sweden just had some women brutally murdered, and it's just that's just like a bit of social commentary as well, sort of about. I mean, that would have been thoroughly unsatisfying. I'm, I'm really happy for the fact that she's still alive, and I thought it was a really convincing storyline that she, you know, went away and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. If there was a way of tying that together, and you know, I'm, uh, I'm not a better writer than anyone involved in this so I don't know how to do that it would have to be something that involves basically you know again this is the cheap and hackneyed way of doing it Harriet comes back and she's the one who saves Mikkel and uh, and kills the guy or something <laughs> like that that just like yeah. ties it all together in the climactic scene because the climactic scene in this film is 30 minutes before the end you know Pretty so much, that's yeah. why I didn't really have a cathartic response to right. Harriet Fair and all enough, that yeah that's a it good felt point like a actually yeah. you know so for you, yeah, you could have had the ending being like ten minutes done. Here's it nice should have t- it end. should have tied in. Yeah, it should it should have yeah. tied in, and I don't know I don't know how, but I feel like there's certainly ways. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. It's that whole Lord of the Rings. What did you call it? Sorry, Sam. The Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Same problem. Yeah, you know, yeah, he, he, like they get rid of Lashif, and then uh, yeah. they get married, and then she's the bad guy, and then he's got to chase her across. Venice, Venice or but wherever they are, you know, yeah. and all this stuff, and you kind of go, okay, well, this this Masmikulson's out of this film now; it's finished. Yeah. Why do I? Why am I caring? Oh, it's because he can't have a woman in the next film because it's James Bond and he yeah. needs to shag somebody else. He's <laughs> got that whole guy as well with like the sunglasses with one, like like he's got like an eye patch sunglass thing, sunglasses thing with a hat, <laughs> and it's really like I think is it Adam Hills talks about it like he's like oh he, like James Bond film kind of represent disabled people quite badly because they're always evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I always think of that as like the example of it where it's just this guy had to have a look so they made him have like a, 
a, a missing eye or something. And you, get Phil, Phil, you know, films do that all the time, yeah. yeah. It's as- asymmetrical faces that the bad Evil, guys, obviously. The scars yeah. and things. Like yeah. people who have their hair dyed one side, colour of this side and then the other. Yeah, <laughs> can't trust it. <laughs> beards and bald heads, that yeah. is... Uh, yeah. That's a sign of a villain. Yeah, that's 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 why you cut your beard off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be the chubby fat guy, nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, all right then. Um, so I do also have to say your your, your worst fear was was uh, realised where I did watch it a bit late. Yeah, it was after the Champions League match. Champions League, and, I wish. <laughs> and. Uh, Oh, so, yeah, sorry, Europa League match for Man United. Yeah. And I was falling asleep r- r- multiple times in the film. And I think as much as that's my fault because I should be watching it in good condition and good circumstances. When I watched Schindler's List, which was much longer than this, and I watched it later than this, when I had a busier week than this, I, you know, my, my, my lids didn't bat at all, like I wasn't even close to falling asleep. I think it is the novel pace of this film, and I think it would be unfair to, for me to say it as a criticism of the film, just so much as a, a, my enjoyment of the film. Um, I'm just someone who now falls asleep at films because I can't really watch them until at least 8.30, 9pm uh, and I'm tired yeah. <laughs> by that point. So it's my fault, but it is also a, a commentary on the film that it, it didn't hold my attention. I mean, I literally nearly gave up on the film with an hour to go thinking I should just go to bed now and try and squeeze the rest of the film in before we record. Yeah. And I just kind of just snapped out of it, watched the rest of the film. Yeah. And I think that is... It's it's certainly an opinion, <laughs> yeah. whether it's valid or not. I'm not sure. Amanda, what do you think of Sam's critique or criticism of this film? Would you agree with it? Disagree? No, the, it was kind of right. saying the pacing is a bit different, and yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's, I think it's fair. Fair, like it's it's not it's not wrong. You know, I the <laughs> the climax is when though they defeat Martin. And then you get mm. Harriet's little extra. And I was quite surprised that it wasn't half an hour left because I think we also <laughs> commented on it. Yeah. So it's right. but it's still maybe it's because it's not the end for me because there's two more movies, you know. So I don't see it That's as an end. But it's still... Yeah, is it's Harriet like relevant at all to the next films, or is it really just following? No, no, that's that's, that's like the, the end. Of, that's the end of Harriet yeah. and or. Yeah, the Wenger yeah, family. You could say it's almost like a, it's almost like um, a prologue introduction to the, to the next film. Yeah, introduction to in not those two characters, Mikkel and uh, Lisbeth. Yeah, there's right. It's just they're like, yeah, now they're friends. Let's see what they're doing yeah. next. Yeah, yeah. But, that's a good way of but I like the mystery and all that. I because mm. I like mystery. I thought I thought it was good the first time. Second time, I yeah. knew everything, so it was kind of nice to just see. The things I didn't see yeah. before. Just appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I've, and from doing this podcast, I really have found that you have to watch a film twice, really, before you can before you can fully form an opinion of it, because I've been watching it in the background while I was getting ready for the show and while we've been recording, and it doesn't seem anywhere near as slow as when I watched it yesterday, because I'm in a different state of mind, and stuff's happening all the time, you know? Mm. And, and it's, it's kind of like, you know, you make a long journey to some place... And then the journey back feels like half as long 
because yeah. there's no mystery to it. You've seen all those places. You never it? seem to remember the journey back from somewhere when you've been on holiday, do you? More as you remember the journey there and all yeah. that. Yeah. I suppose the newness of something. But yeah, what do you, would you agree with, um, Sam, would you agree with Amanda about like the music's maybe not the best in this compared to how it could be? I mean, the bit when he gets attacked by... Um, Oh, what was his name again? I've forgotten his name. Martin, no, um, Harold, Harold. Harold, Harold, yeah. <laughs> when he gets attacked by Harold. Harry. You, yeah, old Hazard. <laughs> did um, did you um, did you feel like, like we, uh, me and Amanda, we kind of watched along at the same time and we were kind of like talking to each other and we kind of both kind of laughed a little bit at the music yeah. at that point. It was like, do, do, do. It goes really over dramatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it went really over dramatic, and I was like, "Oh yeah," I, I probably didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but when when Amanda mentioned it, I was like, "Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I I don't think I had one articulated thought about the soundtrack, Fair <laughs> which which you know in some ways could be a compliment because it means it's not intrusive and and so on. It just maybe it fits so perfectly that I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, like editing, like you don't think about the editing of a film if it's done well, really. Yeah. No, no, that's true, actually. Or it's got, unless it's got some, it, you don't really think about like shot composition until there's something like a lens flare in your eye. Every unless two it's seconds. like <laughs> Edgar Wright or Wes Anderson or somebody who like yeah. makes it front and centre of their film. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we're going to move swiftly on. We're going to do favourite scenes, favourite line, and favourite shot. Amanda, as our guest of the week, um, what was your favourite scene of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? <laughs> yes, let me see what I wrote. Okay. Okay. Um,. My favorite scene, I think it's the end when um, oh. it's, or not the end, 30 minutes before the end. Uh, <laughs> it, the story's the, ending. The story's ending. Yeah. Um, it's when, she, yeah, she saves Michael, Lisbeth, like yeah. cuts, cuts like the things, his ties up. Then she runs after him, Martin, and just with a fucking golf, the golf club and just... <laughs> uh, yeah, hits the car, then she goes after. Like, I would want to believe that I would do the same, but I probably wouldn't. That's why she is that iconic character, and I really liked it that she actually followed him and then, you know, watches him die, but not that part, maybe, but yeah. she actually followed. I, that's my favorite <laughs> scene. I, I didn't, didn't remember that one, so. Yeah, that's I suppose we can... that's her very much exercising her demons, yeah. isn't it? And, yeah. You know, on, on the subject of her being a proactive character, I, I would have called the police and said, mm, "Exactly, and exactly. And that's what I would do too." And all his crimes, here's his cage. No, she's she's on a. And also, yeah. when he he is going off the cliff because he talked about uh, with Michael that moment mm. the girls realize they're gonna die, and he has that moment too. Like he closes his eyes yeah. and he's That's that yeah. scene is a good scene. In my opinion, <laughs> that's very touching. Yeah. Would Sam? Would you have if you had gone after him? Would you have rescued him? Because they, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mikkel and Elizabeth have that conversation, don't they? Where she's basically, he's basically saying, "Could you?" She goes, "Could you have saved him?" And she goes, "Yes." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh," and he's like, "All holier than thou." Like, "Oh, I would have, I would have rescued him and all this." And and she, but he's like, "I understand I, I mean, why you didn't." I, no, no. <laughs> I think fuck that guy. You know, yeah. she she would be putting herself at exactly, risk to rescue yeah. him. And, and yeah, it's a fire. To what end? Like you know, imagine if she rescues him and then he and then he gets acquitted for the crime for some reason, or like, he or he like manages to escape or something like. Beats yeah, her up this or, is yeah. this is your way of killing him without having to kill him and be culpable for it. Yeah, you know, he's driven himself off the yeah. road and he's in his own 
He shit his own pants. Okay, okay, that's good. Uh, Sam, what was your favourite scene then? For pure catharsis, it was her getting her own back on her attacker. Right, okay. Uh, her yeah. legal guardian. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's obviously brutal and comfortable, but I just, I, f- yeah. I felt a great deal of catharsis in that moment because that was, you know, obviously she's got demons from her past as well, but this guy is, is it's not like she's just acting out her demons on this guy. This guy, he is one of her main demons. Yeah. And um, they'd painted him to be this just fucking awful but perfect villain, you know, just really silver tongued, just grotty kind of guy. And, um, they made it. They made him as creepy as possible, and, I, and I, it was just a very nice feeling to see. To see not only that she got that she got out from his clutches and got her own back, but then she she really laid into him and, and gave him that permanent scar. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He got his come up, and he actually um, braced down too. That's so. That was nice to see. Yeah, he was crying yeah, yeah, and exactly, everything. Yeah, yeah. You, you would hope that mm. she's his last victim. Yeah, as yeah. It's yeah, like like those two men who get there. I think it's it's almost like a foreshadowing, isn't it? That what she does to that guy, because he's like he's like let me go, or mm. like, you know, and that, and then obviously uh, Martin's like begging for his life, isn't he? He's like help me, help me, and all that. He's not like they're ironically they're not the stoic ones in this in these situations. They're not. <laughs> they're as they're as like scared and as frightened as the other people. Though they're victims, I guess. So you could say. Well, I mean, yeah, he, he's not. He's not a predator because he's so strong, is he? You know, he's, it's not because he'd do so well under those circumstances. Yeah. He's also, and he, you know, his 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 predilection is like taking advantage of people who are in vulnerable situations, which is even like he's a yeah. like he's been given the status of being guardian for wards of the state. And yeah. he's abusing that wholeheartedly, and it's yeah. What's the character called? B- Bjurman, I think that's how you pronounce that. B J U R M A N. Uh, Bjurman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Sam, I would echo that. That was my favourite scene as well. Um, strange that my favourite scene actually comes like quite early on in the film, actually, which is unusual. Um, it is run by a close second by the scene with Mikkel and Martin in the in his. Death, murder, dungeon, rape, dungeon, whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah, again, you know, catharsis-wise, that is really good because it's, yeah. and it's, you know, it's it's not necessarily cliched, but it is certainly well trodden. You know, the the protagonist is about to die and he's saved, and then the bad guy dies, uh, but they do it in a really creative and, and new way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Amanda, what was your favourite line or lines of uh, "Girl with a Dragon Tattoo"? Uh, okay, uh, one of them is better in Swedish. Uh, right. Which is when she yeah. is uh, tattooing him on the stomach. Yeah. She says, um, uh, "Lie still. It's uh, otherwise it's gonna get re- really messy." But in Swedish, <laughs> <laughs> in Swedish, it, uh, "messy" is she says "grisit," which is like another word, like a pig or a sw- swine. And she does write that he's a <laughs> fucking pig on the. So it's kind of like. Like, um, that's a, that's a shame. There's no English sort of version of that mm, pun. Yeah, it, you know. Yeah, it works. Wordplay. Yeah. Who says you can't have a better <laughs> wordplay when you're uh, when you're tattooing some exactly, yeah. <laughs> awful crimes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I heard of a similar thing with I think it's Toy Story when uh, I think Woody says to Buzz, "Can you lend me a hand?" And he like. Oh, that. someone takes and he takes he's, off his hand. Yeah, he turns oh, his hand yeah, to him, yeah. doesn't he? Whereas in the translation, there was no that wasn't a phrase. Can you lend me a hand? So they had to come up with something like, 
it cost me an arm and a leg or something mm. like that you know so they they, had, they what, really what, forced um, the pun yeah. <laughs> what uh, language was that in that they had to try and they didn't have that oh, idiom I, I, I vaguely misheard that five years ago so I've got no <laughs> idea the specifics of that you'll have to google it for yourself yeah. stuff. Oh, you missed out on the joke though Amanda we were going to get her to say it just in Swedish oh yeah <laughs> I then, forgot yeah, I uh, I, we can do it again me and you were like, no no you've missed it now. Uh, the joke's gone <laughs> um, I forgot. Yeah, Samo, what about you, O, for uh, favourite lino? I'll stop um, saying O. I, <laughs> I had the experience we sometimes had on the pod where uh, we had this with Tenet because it was just newly out, so IMDb didn't have any of the quotes. Yeah. Um, I remember watching the film and there would be a funny quote and I didn't note it, note it down and it's not in the IMDb quotes. Yeah, so the I don't know IMDb for this is one terrible, was. isn't it? It's so sparse. Yeah, it's so seven, I basically I went from the IMDb thing. I to, yeah. I, for mine, I had to go back and watch the scene and like, like type it down. This is it. I had no markers in my head for where the scene was. So yeah. I, it's it's the thing that you said about uh, that. Mikael says, you know, that uh, I would have never done it, Elizabeth, but I understand why you did. I don't know what you have experienced, but I was about to die in that cellar, and you saved my life. Whatever you have seen, you don't need to tell me. I'm just happy that you're here. And as much as it's ah. a bit kind of holier than now, with I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I, I do like that that sense of that must be so comforting for somebody who's gone through so much and doesn't want to talk about it and doesn't want to tell every new person about it. He's just like, that doesn't matter, you know, that you don't Yeah, have to it's kind of like he accepts her for who she is in any shape mm, or form. Exactly. So, mm. exactly, yeah. you know, and, and so like, and that's, there's a couple of famous lines in, uh, you know, Richard Curtis, not Richard Curtis, uh, in, in like rom-coms, which are kind of like that, but way more trite. So there's the one in Bridget Jones, which is, what is it, to me, you're perfect just the way you mm. are or something like that, which is a bit kind of, anyone could say that really. And then in um, in Love Actually on the board, and he says, to me, you're perfect. And I think, yeah, that's a bit cheap. This Like the way he expresses it is much more poetic and for me, much more comforting. Didn't somebody work out like the age difference between those two characters, and it was really creepy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm right in saying Kira Knightley is the like same age as the kid. Uh, uh, you know, the kid who's like, I'm sure he was like, oh, he's, she's only like three years older or something like yeah. that. You know, yeah. the kid who. Oh yeah. The I think she's a bit. I think she's five years older than him. Because I think he's about my age now. That maybe. Yeah, he's about, third yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, but he's in. Yeah, because he was in yeah, Queen's Gambit now. In, yeah, yeah, he plays that. New York where she's like married and all that sort of stuff he's just yeah. a, a kid I think you're right it's five years isn't it but yeah he, yeah, looks, same, he still same. looks about 20 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he still looks really even in like the Queen's Gambit he looked really young still <laughs> they, I think he gave him like a little like pawn tash didn't they like, to make him look a that bit older that sort of and... it makes people look even that makes it look like you've just turned 13 <laughs> yeah he looks like he's yeah. he's <laughs> served it <laughs> um, so Hugh what was your favourite line yeah for me it was the little like speech that Martin gave when he's like torturing Mikel and he's like um, I'll read the whole quote out he goes through it all I love the disappointment in their eyes the fact they know they're about to die it doesn't seem to fit with what they planned they always seem to uh, think that I will show mercy it's a fantastic moment when they finally realise they are not getting away uh, when their eyes go dark and they die yeah it's like a real sadistic sort of this guy's fucked up <laughs> you know this guy's yeah. <laughs> and he talks about he goes on further I didn't quite get the line because it wasn't on IMDb and I didn't really fancy trolling through 
loads of footage to find it because I, I sorry listener you just weren't worth it I'm afraid that's, yeah. that's well, the message I, we're sending I, the truth was I turned it off at this we're point we're not paid for this okay <laughs> <laughs> well I turned it off at this point and um, I was doing other things while I was just quickly writing my notes um, but yeah he says about like you know showing like little act of kindness you know, like humanity you know, human kindness and then brutally murdering them you know how he can you know how he toys with them basically and yeah yeah. He, he is a he's a film Nazi, isn't he? Yeah, and he talks about like the murder's just like a subsequent consequence of the rape. Yeah, basically yeah. that it's like well, I can't leave evidence. Just like it's an admin task. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, favorite shot then, Amanda? What was your favorite shot of this film? I think it is when he realizes that Martin is, you know, sus because it just yeah. the music stops. It kind of pans. I think it pans in. Yeah. She's just mm-hmm. sitting there, like and then. Oh, Zooms in. Why, why were you at the house? No. It's a. I think that's. I think <laughs> yeah. that's my favorite. Or the flowers going out. You realize, oh shit, not one flower. Yeah. Fucking forty. Yeah. <laughs> forty flowers. Yeah. 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 There's like a wall of them, isn't yeah. there? That is a good shot, actually. Uh, Sam, yourself. That's two very good choices, actually, and I think Amanda's actually reminded me um, of. What is actually my favourite shot? My initial one was, um, you know, for catharsis again, the shot of the tattoo. But actually, I think, as a as a brief shot, it is um, in his eyes when he realises he's going to die. You know, when he's when he's mm. veering off the mm. road. That is a shot that is very telling, without it needing to spell it out to you. It's also a very quick shot. It's like a second or two. You blink and you miss. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, but you sort of. I don't know about you, but I was kind of expecting it as well because there's because it kind of is on his face for a while, and you've got that conversation in the back of your head at the time, and you sort of know it's coming that he's going to have, a, he's going to show it in his eyes basically. Mm. So I think that's a great shot. How about you, Hugh? Um, I went with one where it's from like the bike's point of view on like the tire where it's like next to the tire and it's going over the bridge, and it, I don't know, it's just a really nice composed shot I just really liked that but I agree with it's a very dynamic action set piece that yeah but I, I agree with them under that that, that shot um, when he kind of has that realisation of like wait a minute <laughs> those are yeah. those are fake arms yeah that realisation and then it like cuts doesn't it to him getting injected with like the um the tranquilizer or whatever he gets injected with. Okay. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go for a break. And then when we come back from the break, we're going to have the critics review. We're going to get your Amanda's uh, rating out of 10 for The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And we're going to find out what film we're doing next week. So join us in, in 30-ish seconds. Welcome back to Please Watch This. So now what we're going to do is we always do with uh, films, because people do this. We're going to hear from the critics. Um, Sam, who do you think we're going to hear from first? Roger Ebert. Yep, that's right. We're going to have good old Rog. Um, he wrote a review for this. I've got quite a long review here for Rog, so get comfortable because it's a it's a good review, um, and I think it, it's very much uh, 
very much, you know, he sums up the film and the character and all that quite well. So he says, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is a compelling thriller to begin with, but it adds the rare quality of having a heroine more fascinating than the story. She's a 24-year-old goth girl named Lisbeth Salander with body piercings and tattoos. Thin, small face, damaged, a genius computer hacker. She smokes to quiet her racing heart. Um, he goes on to say, Rapace makes the character compulsively interesting. She plays against a passive 40-something hero, uh, Mike, uh, Mikkel Blomqvist, an investigative journalist who has six months of freedom before uh, beginning a prison sentence for libel against a Swedish tycoon. Um, he then talks about like the setting of the film. He says the f- Forbidding Island setting, the winter chill, the frosty inhabitants all combine with dread suspicion to create an uncommonly effective thriller. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, this is not a deep. Sci- to be, sorry to uh, sorry to cut in there, but the, this is right about the time that everyone started getting into Scandinavia, wasn't yeah, it? Just like, slightly before that, with the killing, the bridge, and the killing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is not a deep psychological study, but it's a sober grown-up film. It has action, but not the hyperkinetic activity that passes for action in too many American movies. It has sex, but not eroticism. Its male lead is brave and capable, but no, not macho. Its female lead is sexy in the abstract perhaps but not seductive or alluring uh, this is a movie about characters who have more important things to do than be characters in an action thriller so Sam <laughs> what would you what do you think to what Rog said would you agree with all Three, 3.5 I think you think uh, it's 3.5 are you aware of who Roger Ebert is perhaps um, he's a fa- he, well, he was a famous American film critic him and a man called uh, Gene Siskel did a movie review show for many years in the in, in America and for some reason Roger Ebert does four stars that's his match oh. he does not five he does only out of four okay um, so so that's what so when Sam says so 3.5 is like an 8 isn't it for Rog I guess or a, so this actually got four stars so it's like a 9 slash 10 wow. oh, look yeah at that. he must have really liked it yeah um, I've got another review here that's pretty good um, although I think although like, in fact, we'll see. There's, there, there was a bit more criticism in this, I think, than, say, what Roger Ebert had. But this is from uh, Mary Poles in Time magazine. And she said, The biggest thrill, though, is Salander. Feminist icon to some, uh, disturbed vigilante to others, who matters more on screen than she did on the page. Uh, far more than her male co-star. This is uh, this Lisbeth is proactive she inserts herself into Blancfist's detective work before she's asked where you might expect a movie to also make her sassier this one makes her if anything angrier more fruitive um, uh, more darkly funny Sean of the competing love interest Larson gave him in the book Blancfist only has eyes for Lisbeth now which makes him more likeable but less interesting a shame because uh, Nyquist could easily handle uh, the nuance uh, it's hard to blame Blonkist for being smitten, though. Rapace has some Spanish heritage mixed in with her Swedish, and her eyes are dark, almost black. Her nose is strong, her cheekbones prominent. As with the written Salander, she's inexplicably attractive. I finished Larson's novel with the uncomfortable sense it used a good mystery as an excuse to dwell on sadism and perversity, an aspect only exacerbated on screen. I thought... I'd had quite enough, but Rapace's quietly simmering performance made me curious about what the girl with the dragon tattoo does next. So, yeah, she she liked it, but she had some criticism. Um, 
bit I admitted from that review was she liked obviously Nyquist and um, Rapace but she wasn't impressed with the, the rest of the casting she felt like um, uh, Henrik's the actor who played Henrik just kind of just he was a nothing character sort of like he wasn't as apparent that review very much focused kind of almost comparing the book to the film she, that, and she said like the, the, the actors that they use for, like she um, says about the editor at Millennium is um, is like he's basically saying oh she was like non-existent you know as a actress in this film and yeah just sort of yeah, a bit of criticism there, I would say, but she doesn't give it a rating, but I don't know. It's quite, it's a generally positive review. It's good that she went from, oh, I was kind of done with it on the page, but now I've seen it in on screen. I'm intrigued to see what's next. Uh, there is one thing that I forgot to mention. Uh, in the oh, books, yeah. he actually, uh, Mikael actually sleeps with three women, Lisbeth, yeah. his ex-wife, yeah. uh, and yeah. um, I think actually maybe one of the suspects, you know, the... The MILF, uh, <laughs> Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely seem on the yeah, edge of it. Yeah, but I think in the, in the movie yeah. they didn't, because then he wouldn't be likable. Like, yeah. But in the book he sleeps with three of, human, though, three of them. Lisbeth is one of them. So two others. Yeah, I, I think I, it's those two. More, His ex-wife and... There's yeah. more license to do that in the book, isn't it? I don't know if that's because you don't actually have to see them yeah. do it and that colour your view of them later on or something. Yeah. But, Books, you can be a little bit more complicated as characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, one thing I forgot to ask was in the books, is it a third person narrator or are we hearing it from their perspective? I think it's their perspective, so it's both. Right, which I guess means you you can definitely do more with a character that you couldn't do on screen yeah, yeah. if you can actually see, if you can read their internal thoughts because you get exactly, to justify yeah, yeah. them. Plus, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because like. Plus, the, the other film, ones yeah, get he... more time as well. You know, his ex wife is more yeah. in the book and. Right. For example. Yeah. yeah but... I mean, there's a scene in the film where she's like, oh, do you want to come in for one more wine? And oh, he's yeah. like, no, no. And then he, they yeah. also and kiss. Was well up for it. Yeah, she was coming <laughs> yeah. on to him, wasn't she? Yeah. 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 Randy, she was a Randy Scandy. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so that was the critics. Um, yeah, generally positive. I'm surprised, actually, how much Roger liked it. I thought it was going to be about a three, three and a half myself as well, Sam. But we've got to get to the most important rating, and that's what you two think. Not not these not these paid-for journalists with their, with their pens and money and... Chills. Yeah, actual getting paid to do the job that we do for free. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're the suckers, aren't we? <laughs> what are we thinking? We are, we are, sadly. We're the, uh, we're the marks. Uh, so, <laughs> Amanda, how many dragon tattoos out of ten would you give the girl with the dragon tattoo? That's a very root one rating <laughs> scale, yeah, Hugh. I, 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 was, I respect it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to go with the obvious stuff, haven't you? <laughs> you know? uh, an eight out of ten. You'd go with an eight out of ten. Yeah. Sam, what would you go with? I honestly think it's changed in the course of our conversation i think yeah. some of the points you and amanda have come up with and and kind of watching the film with one eye uh as, when i watched it last night i would say a seven or 7.5 but i think it is an eight now i think it is a really good film that some films wash over you and you don't think about again later i do think i'll think about this film and and i do want to watch the next two as well mm-hmm. which i think is probably a big compliment you yeah. how many yeah. uh I, I seem to like it more than both of you to be fair i give this like a good nine i really really wow. i watched this about 10 years ago i've 
I had it on DVD as well. We, I had the um, so there's like an extended version which they made into like a TV show in Sweden apparently. Um, yeah, two parts instead like, of like a yeah, like an episode wise. So yeah, so this is actually about the extended version. It's about three hours. It's like an extra half an hour. And I think it's the same with the... Um, yep. I, well, I'm guessing it's the same with the other two parts. They add in bits and pieces. But I mean, I I've seen that and I don't remember anything from that that was missing in the theatrical cut that we ended up I, all watching. I would have struggled. I would have struggled with another 30 minutes of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's probably just... It might... I think... Yeah, I can't remember personally. But there you go. Um, so yeah, I really like this film. I, and I like the series. And yeah, I went, and, I went to the cinema actually to see the... Um, the American remake version, for some reason, I don't know. Oh, what, what's that? Is that? Should I watch that? Um, I mean, Amanda, do you think I should watch no. that? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe no, they changed too many there things. There are two. Monty, he's <laughs> There is uh, a fourth movie, or like you know, a continuation. Yeah. The girl who. Oh. Oh, what was it? Uh, the girl in the spider's web. That's the. And that's got Claire Foy in it, and that's like an American. Yeah, version, but I haven't but seen that one. Different. So that one I don't know, and it's a continuation of the trilogy because the, yeah. the books are are uh, are going, but with another uh, author. Yeah, it is a bit of a shame. So the that he's who is, is it? Rooney Mara or Kate Mara? Rooney Mara, Mara is Rooney. in the yeah. Rooney Mara. Yeah, is yeah. It, what's what's wrong with the American one? Is it too American? Basically? Yeah, it's, it's the same movie. Yeah, it's the same. It right. literally is almost like you know, shot for yeah. shot. The, there's an early scene where I think it's when Lizbeth is walking through uh, a subway tunnel. It's not when she's attacked. Uh, and it's just sort of this green lighting. And I thought, I didn't know David Fincher actually directed <laughs> the Swedish version as well. It's, it's a very David Fincher looking film, for, at least yeah. at the start. Yeah, I think the American version has it has a few different... There is some differences. Um, I think one of them, when I was looking into this, like the bit when, you know, when she attacks him with the golf club and she rescues uh, Mikkel she basically goes and asks uh, Mikkel she goes can I kill him now and he's like yeah oh, or something what? like she, he, he tacitly yeah yeah you know when she goes after yeah, him, yeah, yeah. she asks him if she can kill him I don't remember the American I movie. don't understand that choice that's, that's a weird I don't choice, know if though. he agrees or he, he just kind of is gasping for air because obviously he's just been yeah. choked and that so and, or <laughs> that's a bit weird yeah so yeah it's got some differences some good some bad but this is the better version. I would, if I thought that was the better version, I'd have made you watch that. But this is the better one. Do you know what I mean? It's like with, like with open, uh, with um, Vanilla Sky. I think I went with probably. I, th I think maybe the Spanish version's better for some things, but ultimately probably American versions because it's got a bigger budget. It could do more, and you could, and yeah. you got more nuance because they're speaking English, and you kind of feel you've got a better understanding. Where with this. I don't think you need that. You don't need the lang the language barrier. Isn't a problem. I didn't think personally. Um, yeah, fair enough. And also, one thing I, I said when we were watching it was that in the American version, uh, Martin's character is Stellan Skarsgård. Mm. So when you're watching that, you kind of realise, oh, well, that's an important character because it's a big actor. It's a big actor. Where that's a problem. Here, isn't it? you're watching it and go, well, I don't know any of the actors. So it comes <laughs> as a surprise when he turns out to be a murderer as well, I thought, personally. That is a, that's a mistake, isn't yeah. it? I don't, you know, they should be smart. It's like how with Seven, Amanda's favourite film, you know, mm. Kevin Space is nowhere near the, promo the promotional exactly. material. Exactly, his name is at the end too. 
not even beginning yeah, as with Brad Pitt and Morgan. They should, they should do that. Yeah. yeah sometimes it some, takes a lot of well, takes a lot of balls as well to to agree to yeah. do that if you're an actor because you know they work hard on these things. They like you know they same as Bla- you know Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I said at the time Harrison Ford shouldn't have been on the on the posters. Shouldn't no. be on the publicity trail because like what? But it would have been the I think it would have been the worst kept secret though. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, I can understand. But, you know, it. I think I think in ninety sign NDAs. I think in ninety seven with like a property that's you know with a film script and all that that's not got any yeah. press previous iterations. I think it's easy to do what they did. They they also spent like hundred and fifty million on it, so they needed to recoup some of that by telling people Harrison yeah. Ford is in it. You know. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> right, Sam. So quiz time. So first, before we go to the quiz, would you recommend this film to other people? Oh yeah, uh, yes, I would. Yep, yep. And you're you're looking forward to watching the sequels now? Yeah, I I mean, I'm not like, can't wait to watch them sort of thing, but I'm (laughs) intrigued and I (laughs) I look forward to it. Yeah. As in, I will watch them. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not like Raiders of the Lost Ark where I was like, I want to see more of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we need to do The Last Crusade, don't we? That's good. We can do that soon. Okay. Now what we're going to do, Sam, is we're going to test your knowledge of the girl with the dragon tattoo, see how close are you watching, and we're going to have a quiz. We're going to quiz that brain of yours. Um, Are you ready for a quiz? Yes, I've been reading Sean Williamson's book about quizzing, so I feel like I'm good at quizzing now. Cool. Let's do it. That's that's pop. that's Barry from EastEnders for oh, yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, so as always, when we've got a guest on, uh, if Sam can't get it uh, as our expert in the film, uh, Amanda, you have to tell us, um, you have to come up with the answer, I'm afraid, and if you get it wrong, uh, we won't have you back on again. So <laughs> we immediately <laughs> kick you out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> So no pressure. No pressure. Uh, Right, so question one, Sam. Uh, What year did Harriet go missing? 1966. She did indeed. She wanted to go watch the World Cup, it seems. (laughs) She goes to that London, doesn't she? Um, Question two. What is Lisbeth's uh, hacker name? What she calls herself. Comes up on screen, you actually see it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say it's not Hackbeth. No. I think no. that's maybe just Amanda's screen name. <laughs> Amanda, you're going to have to help me with this uh, one. It's Wasp. She has a tattoo of, of a Wasp also on her neck. Wasp. Yeah. Do you know the I name would of, never have got that, but it rings a bell. Do you know the name? For for an extra point or a point, can you give us the name of the the other hacker? Does it just get mentioned? Mike Mikkel uh, says it. Christ, Because no. she knows it's Plague. Plague, yeah. She's Wasp, he's Plague. Fantastic. Okay, question three. Uh, what is being celebrated on the island the day that Harriet goes missing? What's the little oh, festival right. they have? Yeah. I knew it'd catch him out because we don't have this in Britain. It's oh. not. So it's a yearly festival, is it? I don't know. I don't know either, actually. <laughs> is it? Oh, is it not something they have? Is it not like a thing they have in Sweden? I thought it was Maybe. Like, the way they oh, say it. Kind of. I haven't celebrated it since I was... Is it, is, it uh, is it the beach volleyball homecoming <laughs> ceremony? <laughs> no. With authentic Is it uniforms? Zlatan's coming home ceremony? I mean, I really don't know anything else about... Yeah. Um, what do they have in the the street where... What's Harriet looking at? They're, it's probably they're enjoying the harvest or something. I really don't know. <laughs> midsummer. Midsummer. <laughs> you simple people. <laughs> yeah, midsummer. Yeah. yeah. It's... Um, I know what it is. Do you know what it... Yeah, okay. It's Kids <laughs> Day, right? 
like child. Yeah, but I don't know if it's much. like it's not like a holiday. It's just like oh, yeah. Kids. Well, it's technically so, children. So, you, so Amanda, you didn't get to enjoy this. You didn't get to enjoy this when no, you were a child. I don't think so. No. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Terrible no. child. <laughs> no, What's the no, point no. of Swedish if you're not going to have a kid's day, you know? Let's see if we can catch you out with this one. Uh, what does Martin offer Mikkel when he is torturing him? Torturing him. Water. Sip of water. Yeah, he does. What's that in Swedish? Vatten. Vatten, yeah. Oh, that's just copying English. Yeah, it is. Swedish is mostly copying English. But, but beforehand, yeah. <laughs> And then, final question, question five: What does Lizbeth uh, tattoo on uh, into or onto her guardian's chest? What's the wording? I am a sadist, a pervert, and a pig. Close, close. It's I am a sadistic pig and a rapist. And a rapist. That's right. That's right. What a sadistic pig and yeah. a rapist? I thought you said yeah. pervert as well. No. Yeah. Oh, interesting. What's that in Swedish? Jag är ett sadistisk svin och en våldtäktsman. There you go. That was my second. <laughs> according, to, according to Google, when I looked at it earlier, I said I am a sadistic pig, a pervert, and a rapist. But you know, oh, I, right. you two Fair know enough. more than I do, so Fair I'll enough. take your word for it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, as yeah, a language, was, uh, Swedish but... language expert who can translate into English, which is more correct? We'll say Amanda's right. Yeah. 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 Whatever Amanda says. I wrote right. the movie. That's right. <laughs> Do you know what, Sam? Just because you got a dodgy translation, I'll give it to you for being. Yeah, was, I think it was good enough. Appreciate. Close enough. I mean, screwing you over. So yeah, you got you got yeah. three out of five. Well done. Well done. That's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. solid C. C grade. This a week. C plus. C plus. C, C, C grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was the girl with the dragon tattoo. For any final thoughts, Sam, Amanda? I'm really glad I've seen this. You know, this is what this show is all about. It's watching films that we uh, have been putting off watching. You know, we, we haven't had many foreign language films. We've had, what, Pan's no. Labyrinth, <laughs> Time Crimes. Yeah. Your French is getting really good. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, is, this, is this a third foreign language film we've had? I think uh, it yeah, probably. I mean... Interesting. Yeah. Next week we might have... We're going to have... A sort of foreign language. <laughs> excited to know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, Sam, what film are we doing next week? What are we watching? What are we going to do? What are we going to? What are we going to? I'm going to use the full title. Okay. Uh, settle, settle in. Get comfortable. Uh, the full title: <clears throat> Borat subsequent movie film, delivery of prodigious bride to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan, or Borat two. Right. Yeah. I've not actually. Yeah. I've not seen this yet. So. I, uh, um, what, do you, what do you know about it? I mean, Obviously, what, you've seen the first one. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. F- saw the first one, loved it. Um, haven't probably laughed so hard in the cinema since. Um, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Yeah, that is the most I've laughed at a film. Yeah, um, certainly in the cinema. I was putting it off, putting it off, and then um, you said, "Well, let's do it for the podcast." So, you know, and I you know, said, "No, no, I want to watch it well before you get a chance to recommend it to me." And here we are, <laughs> three months later. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amanda, are you a Borat fan? Yeah, yeah. I have, I'm waiting to see the. Second one, I don't know if it's Fantastic. if it's out for us yet. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, a little bit after Sweden. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's in. I think it's on Amazon Prime in the UK. I, do, I, I don't know do, if we have it on our Amazon Prime because we don't have the same. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. But yeah, I love yeah, the first VPN. movie. I watched it a couple of times. Like yeah. 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 the yeah. the song, the national anthem. 
Yeah. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Gets the Amanda Yeah, and also, if you yeah. didn't know this, uh, Kazakhstan won in something Olympics or whatever, and they played the wrong anthem. <laughs> so there's a video of that when a girl is ha- has won. It's like, oh, so... oh my god, yeah. that is brilliant. This is like when they use the South Korean flag when they introduce North yeah. Korea. I think in the World Cup. Oh, that's uh, you know that is <laughs> so just. I love fun. They had one like job. Yeah. Um yeah, what do I know? Um there was like some controversy with it with um uh what's his face? Rudy Giuliani. Um it looks funny. Uh, it's got apparently the is she called Marina Bakalova or something like that? She's meant to be I think so, something like that. Really she apparently steals the show in it or something. I seen you know, I saw an interview that uh Sasha Baron Cohen and her did in character with I think Kimmel or someone like that and that was really funny so yeah I'm expecting good things I'm hoping it's not a sort of Anchorman 2 scenario where it's <laughs> funny but it's just not quite on I don't think it's going to be on par with the first one but because it's Sasha Barra Cohen I think it's going to be I think it's still I think it's still going to be good and it's not going to feel jaded and dated it is such a weird gap between like you know 11 years between films is unusual but I think it's more than that isn't it I think it came out oh yeah sorry yeah yeah. so what's so what's that 12 13 13 years yeah yeah so I'm looking forward to it they do address that as well Uh, so yeah that's going to be great we're going to get Juicy back on uh, fan yep. favourite you know and uh, yep. yeah we'll have a lot of fun with that yep. Uh, yep. Hugh if they, want, if they want to get in touch with us tell us about their views on Borat Borat 2 Amanda's excellent debut performance how can they do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> get the Swede up top <laughs> yeah um, well, so what they can do is they can basically they need to uh Go to. They need to become Where are you going to go with this, Hugh? <laughs> yeah, no, safe, safe. yeah, they. No, yeah, they need to become a Swedish journalist, uh, preferably for a left-leaning uh, monthly periodical. Um, then they need to get hired by an eccentric yet um, affable millionaire who uh, wants to to investigate <laughs> the disappearance of his do- uh, his niece in the sixties, and preferably then, yeah, maybe if he gives you a computer there, you can email us in. Oh, you sort of gave up on that, didn't you? you no, sort I didn't. Of like, you, you... Where did you want me to go next? Oh, sorry. Then you need to ha- you need to become friends with a hacker and then use her computer to send you an email. <laughs> that's more like it. That's what I was looking for. You. That's, that's the level of detail and effort. Um, if you were to be able to do all that, um, what email address? Oh, should email the address. Yeah, you want to send that to send please watch this dot pod at gmail dot com. Sam, if they wanted to forgo all that frankly laughable um, palaver <laughs> labyrinthine um, yeah um, how can they contact us on other social medias uh, Twitter and Facebook and to an extent Instagram at yeah. please watch pod mainly Twitter though let's be honest it's Twitter I think Come I'm just going to start doing this as just get us on Twitter at just get us on Twitter I, I can't be arsed with Instagram yeah and <laughs> it's not for me Facebook can be a bit dodgy sometimes yeah it, it's doing nothing it's doing nothing. Uh, Twitter is the place. At Please Watch Pod. Yep. Uh, Amanda, do you want to? Uh, do you have any socials you need to advertise or anything, or are you just like, I am. I've, I came. I saw. I conquered and left. You know. Yeah, that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have any social media things going on, so. 
Yeah. You're selling any like uh, utilities, furniture, no. or the bike? The... What if I was told the <laughs> yeah. uh... fair, fair enough? <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> or, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been great having you on, Amanda. Thank it's you. been great meeting Thank you. Thank you for having well. me. And, uh, I look forward to many more appearances. It's been, this was fun. Yeah. Cool. Very yeah, honoured to be, be a guest. Oh yeah. <laughs> you uh... should be. You should be. Yeah. yeah. You're our official Swede of the podcast. Yay. Until Slatan, <laughs> oh, damn it, yeah. Slatan. Yeah, but he'll want to watch Escape to Victory, so you're fine. No, he, he wants you to read his book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that's it, isn't it, Sam? That's, I think we're done this it is. week. It is. All that remains to be said is, listen, we love you, and we'll talk at you next week. Yeah, I'm still ambivalent, but see you next time. Take care. Bye! Bye. <laughs>